we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. It appears as though something has happened in the motorcade route. The Oswald has been shot. Paddock fired out of two adjoining rooms using a device similar to a hammer to smash the windows. Several uh, flying saucers there of extraterrestrial origin. Get Chris Graves. <laughs> I love that opening. That's incredible. <laughs> Welcome to a new digging with Chris Graves. Uh, hopefully, I'm not still buried in uh, the Twitter jail. Um, we're going to find out. Uh, originally, I just want to let everyone know I love talking to this man. He's uh, he's a mentor of sorts, and uh, I really look up to him uh, as a good example of a decent human being. And uh, I'm not being facetious, because sometimes I'll uh, describe somebody and not mean that at all, but I wholeheartedly mean that. Uh, originally, I was going to have Mr. John Barber on, and uh, we just couldn't. Uh, I dropped the ball with that. So uh, hopefully next time, Mr. Barber can uh, grace us with his presence. So right now, we got Mr. Don Jeffries. And uh, like I said, always uh, always a pleasure. Welcome back to Digging Chris Craves. <laughs> That's um, great. I, I, that's a, that's a, who put that together that montage for you. That is great. Well, uh, for the time being, they want to remain anonymous, but they uh, I'm very appreciative, and uh, I'll let them uh, announce it. You know, okay, because they, they they whoever it is deserves credit. That's very impressive. I wish I had not me. Like that. It's great. It's not <laughs> me. Believe me, I, okay. I'm not taking credit. I well, am really, stuff. I really, I, I apparently took a, a while to do too. So anyway, uh, in the news. We have this football player, and he collapsed. And being the uh, conspiracy people that we are, we kind of have our thoughts on it. Um, what is his name, first of all? Because uh, I don't want to mispronounce it. Well, Chris, you're really not out of it. I thought everybody knew his name. Now, Damar Hamlin. He's, uh, he's okay. become like a George Floyd thing. Yeah, Damar Hamlin. Yeah, that came to mind, actually, the George mm -hmm. Floyd thing. Yeah, what was your original suspicions? Because uh, I had heard rumblings that there was some kind of uh, 33, you know, Mason Masonic. Yeah, all uh, kinds of symbolism, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, th I think when, when it first happened, I was uh, doing Rens Live, uh, you know, when it happened, and somebody contacted him and said a football player just collapsed on the field. And I said, wow. So we just assumed, and I certainly assumed that, okay, it's we, 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 this was inevitable. Because it's been happening all or all is a five hundred to a thousand. We don't even know how many soccer players it's happened to, but uh, I would I always question why it hadn't happened yet. You know, right. to an yeah. NFL or an NBA player, or whatever, some kind of professional athlete it hadn't. And uh, so I figured, okay, well, let's you know, we'll see how they try to brush this under the rug. And uh, but then when you started looking closely at it, yeah, we just assumed he died on the field, and especially right. when uh, uh, they took so long. I mean, it was a long drawn out. They really seemed to be dragging their feet. 
lots of questionable elements to it. If you look at the uh, pictures of it, uh, you had a bunch of players kneeling in a circle around him and whoever was giving aid to him, really yeah. close to where he's completely blocked and way too close, I think, for you know medical effectiveness. I would think they'd say, back, back, we need rum. Right. They, were right, they were right up against him, it looked like. Uh, yes. So that was very questionable. And as uh, you noted with the 33, uh, lots of people have published the picture where all the players are kneeling except number 33. So. Right. I mean, it's a possible. Sure, it's possible, but it's a strange coincidence. Is it, is it possible that all the merchandise came together as fast as it did? Oh, that that was. I find the response to it much uh, more interesting. The incident, because I don't, I don't know what happened. It is. Uh, they say his heart stopped. I think twice on the field. Uh, again, it was they were originally. They I had heard he died. I heard he had died originally. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what we just assumed. And, uh, and of course, there's a theory out there, and I, I you know, I kind of half believe it, is that he did die. And this has all been an elaborate thing that they don't want to admit anybody died on the field. And right. uh, because it's obvious, the obvious speculation is, you know, what happened? So they came up with this cardio commotion, some kind of ridiculous condition no one's ever heard of before. Right. And like uh, right, Yeah, exactly. And uh, the hit was not that hard. It's the same kind of hit that happens a, a bunch of times every football game. So, but anyway, they're, you know, like uh, uh, these guys, this guy, Mike Huggins from the Vaccine Reaper Report on Substack, he and I are becoming uh, chummy because he, he does, he's doing really good stuff on it. He's uh, does it very, in a very funny way too. And he, he's the first one to point out the ambulance didn't appear to have any lights on it and, and apparently not even inside the ambulance. So it's kind of hard. I don't know how you treat somebody without lights, but so very strange. Uh, it moves very slowly. Uh, they didn't medevac or send a helicopter. It's stuff you, you would usually see in that situation, especially with the resources uh, that an NFL team has. And then one of the reasons they apparently were dragging their feet, they came out with the reason that they were waiting for his mother. Oh, they were waiting for his mother to ride. I mean, the guy has cardiac arrest. Well, we have to wait for the, I mean, a yeah. lot of <laughs> He gets to the hospital. And you're still assuming, okay, he's going to die and they're just dragging it out or whatever, but uh, making up, uh, you know, a narrative to explain why anything but the, the, the vaccine. But uh, then he comes up with this Hollywood out of the 1930s stuff where uh, the first words he says when he when he regains consciousness is, did we win? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, and, and again, that was that would have been considered corny, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Really? It sounds like something Rambo would have said to Colonel Troutman. Hey, in, uh, hey, well, they made fun of. Well, they made fun of. They made fun of that with George, with uh, Ronald Reagan playing the Gipper. You know, win one for the Gipper. They made fun of that, yeah. and uh, it's you know, that's uh, so it's at that level. But then we get to, I guess that was Monday night, and I think the um, I don't know about the Thursday night game, but definitely by Saturday. So you're talking about five days. Yeah. I mean, the the marketing campaign was they they already had I don't I don't know how many different slogans on the shirts. You had "We love you, Demar." We're praying for Demar. Pray for Demar. Demar Strong. I was going to say that the Boston yeah. Strong yes. thing. Yes, wow. yes, the Boston Strong thing, and wow. uh, the number threes were and they were everywhere in 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 the NFL stadiums already in five days. So again, I question, and I'm not talking about just the teams. I'm talking about the stands too. Right. I, I don't know how long, and I think Billy Ray said today it doesn't take that long. We didn't really get to discuss it much, but uh, right. I, I don't know, man. And to me, I, I don't know what that's like. I, it's magic of capitalism, I guess. But 
if, <laughs> if even even if you can develop those shirts that fast, uh, first of all, you don't know if he's going to live at first, right? So let's say it must have taken at least a day for them yeah. to figure out, okay, what what's what's the proper thing we're going to put on here, right? Yeah, rest in peace. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right, because right, you would think that might be that. So that's even one less day. And right. uh, so can you manufacture them that quickly, all the things, and can you ship them off? Can people get them and pay? I mean, how do right. you, where do you make them available that quick? So I, I, there's a lot of questions about this. That, and again, people just say you're crazy saying it. I, I'm questioning logistics here. And uh, just seeing the way people reacted on Twitter, where you had, uh, you know, people saying the whole world stopped, the whole world was, you changed the world. It's like, what? First of all, he, nobody even knows the names of any of those players that didn't survive, that died. Yeah, there were no marketing campaigns deal. for them. Yeah, I mean, well, and how about the, you know, I think there was a 16-year-old girl that uh, dropped dead playing flag football at the same time. Nobody, there was no campaign for her. Yeah. Why, why, why this guy who survived? And what was most ridiculous is that. What about the, the MMA same, girl, too? Yeah, there was a famous MMA girl. girl. She yes. apparently came from a pretty prominent family, like the Gracies. Yeah, with the yeah. yeah. yeah there's a, a bunch of these things that are happening. And little kids and everything. Nobody knows their name. Nobody cares. So wait, what is it? And at, at the same time, another ex-NFL player, Peyton Hillis. Now, I don't know if race was a factor, but I suspect it might have been. Because, of course, Tamar Hamlin's black. Peyton Hillis was white. But at the same time, in a real act of heroism, he almost died. He dove into a freezing river or lake or something to rescue his kids and some other kids or something. And he ended up almost drowning himself in the, in the process. He, he rescued them all. And then he uh, was in ICU and fighting for his life for a couple of days. Hardly. I, I didn't hear anything about it. There were no. I, I mean, that's a real act of heroism. I don't. Was the whole world praying for him? I don't know. So I, because again, regardless of what have, this wasn't an act of heroism. If we're what we're being told is correct, it's really incredible luck. It's miraculous. You know. I mean, okay, you could say prayers were answered. Okay, but why? And you know, uh, you know, our Christian friends would especially would say. Are that many people, you know, they, they, they made prayer popular again, at least for him. Right. Because, yeah. you know, presumably, I don't know how many, you know, because, I mean, for the them to be talking about prayer like that openly, that's kind of a, a forbidden now. Yeah, so, I, I thought they did. Uh, what was the last player there that got chastised for uh, praying on the field? Uh, oh, Tim Tebow. He's right out of the that, league. That's yeah. the one, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. right out of the league. But uh, so just a lot of elements to it that, that don't make any sense. And uh, like – Mike Huggins is talking about apparently uh, he's he's been released now, you know, Hamlin. And he said when he was released, there was no video of the event. There were no photo ops. I mean, wouldn't you think that'd be this miraculous ESPN lead story? So it just it plays there, there into was, when the Columbine survivors were coming out of the hospital. They had a whole like sure. press press conference and everything. It's a feel good, isn't that a feel good story with all the cheering throngs wearing his t shirts? I mean, did we they, win? Yeah. yeah. Did we, exactly, oh yeah. What one of the t shirts is? Did we win too? So again, now that took probably two days because I I think it took a couple days for him to say his first words. So yeah. Those shirts were marketed in like three days. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, just. So again, I know nobody thinks about this like I do, and they just think you're crazy. Because what are you saying that? 
I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying that. No, you're just spelling out the logistics because I, I have, I'll be honest, uh, full disclosure, I haven't really follow, followed the story at all. You know, I'm not really a football guy, but yep. I'm hearing some weird, weird stuff that, you know, is kind of relatable with some of the other stuff I've researched yes. over the years. I don't yes, know it if is. it's safe for me to say certain uh, events, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It yeah, is. that's got the hallmarks of it. I mean, yeah, it's exactly what you what what you're talk what we talk about about other events. This is the exact same thing here. What are we seeing? You know, what are things are not working? A lot of uh, procedures didn't work the way they normally do, and just the fact that the game, again, is a sport. I'm a you know I'm I'm I, I, I'm like a heroin addict with sports. I still can't kick it completely. I think they're all fixed. I hate pretty much everyone involved with them, but sports is in my blood. Has been my whole life. So it's uh, it's it's like a heroin addiction. It's hard to hit, kick completely, but having watched so much sports and participated in it, there was a guy uh, back in 1971. That player did drop dead on the field. The guy's name is Chuck Hughes uh, uh, for the Detroit Lions. Oh wow! He died. They carted him off the field. They knew he was dead. The game went on. Wow! They didn't stop the game. And uh, you've had people they didn't like even stop when JFK was assassinated. I no, think. no, that's right. They had the games. They were criticized for that when they had them two days later. But, uh, yeah. but you know, you had Daryl Stingley uh, and a couple other players too that were hit on the field and suffered paralyzing. He was paralyzed after right. that. Again, the game went on. So, unless they knew, they knew he was dead on the field. There was no reason to stop that game. That made no sense. And that's why, again, all, all of us assume well he. He had to be dead, although it, they didn't do it for Chuck Hughes, but it was a much different country in 1971. Those football players wouldn't have been crying. You know, they were right. they were tough guys. You know, when you saw that, it didn't speak They were well. actually men. They were men. Yeah, it didn't speak <laughs> it well. It used to I'm, be a thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. If you looked at the players on the field, I mean, they were wow. uh, hysterical. I mean, it was, I mean, they were in the histrionics, you know, tears and hugging each other. I, I don't know. You just. So if he woke up three days later and they had the merchandise with, did we win? Did we win? How does that? Am I? Yeah. Am I saying. playing this right? Like, how would yeah. they have the. <laughs> I don't. Well, see, Chris, just by asking it. You're. It's we deserve to go to hell or purgatory. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. yeah. That's what wow. I say. Just because, because the implications of what of saying that, well, are we're not incredible. even saying what they. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, I, I, because yeah. of course the implications are that they knew this or this was this was some kind of psyop because it goes but, back to like George Floyd and Derek Chauvin, where people right, question right. was his body real and all. Yes. Right, a lot of that stuff, and so, uh, but again, uh, everything we wow. discuss, it's 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 related to the fact that. We're lied to about everything. So there's no reason to trust. And certainly something like football, you know, I've been convinced that uh, sports are, were fixed for many years, especially the NFL and the NBA. Right. Uh, I, I think they've been totally fixed. And my friend Brian Tui beat me to the punch. He wrote the fixes in before I could write it. And uh, right. but, I, yeah. but I was talking about this going back to the 70s. And people that knew me back then, I mean, I was always saying things were fixed, you know, but especially sports. And uh it's so obvious now, but most people don't realize that something like the NFL, uh, they tell you, they used to run a promo. I don't know if they even run those promos anymore, but for years they would run a promo that said, uh, the NFL, we are like, we are this, uh, these games are for entertainment purposes only. They would right. always say that. 
And so as uh, Brian Tui and some other people pointed out, if you prove that these games are fixed, yeah. it's not it's not against the law. Nothing right. you can do about it. Because unlike, they say, well, unlike game shows where they have investigations where they have to tell you who exactly won and everything. Right. Like, and that, and that's because those games were fixed, you know, back in the fifties. Right. Most people, yeah. I don't know if you remember Dr. Joyce brothers. Do you yes. remember Dr. Joyce? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was uh, one of those people that we used to, back in the day, my friends and I, we used to talk about all these people that were famous for nothing. She was really famous for nothing. Uh, and, but she got her fame such as it was, on one of those rigged talk shows where she won a bunch of money as an alleged boxing expert and nothing Stop. happened to her. She wasn't punished. And she went, she went was on a boxing ex expert. She was, yes. I, I'm sure she probably really wasn't, but that was, you know, I guess the shtick about it. Well, we're going to have right. this, 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 this young girl, I guess she was probably young then, uh, knowing about boxing. Won't that be cute? So I imagine they just fed her the questions, but so these things are rigged and, uh, Wow. Yeah, you know, if you yeah. if you look at even things like the dating game that used to be on back, so many of these uh th those contestants were almost all aspiring actors. People like right. Tom Somselleck and I think Steve Martin, a lot of those people got their start as uh, on the dating game. So I mean, these, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so these things are uh you know, wow. into the reality shows today. I mean, eventually they'll if we ever regain our sanity, there'll be a scandal about uh, Survivor and all these other shows that they're <laughs> obviously all rigged. But uh so I, I don't trust any of it. And so the NFL, unfortunately, much as, you know, I'd like to believe that uh, they were legitimate, but I, I don't think there's too much money involved. And I, when I argue with people about that, you know, these are, these are billions of dollars that are involved in, they're involved in gambling alone. Do you think these people that run anything, everything else, they're going to leave that up to chance. So they're going to let some average guy up the street, right. run a lot of money doing it. No, because it's just like the stock market. They have insider information, so they make money on it. So, I mean, there's I a reason it. why they there's a reason why they were they weren't up in arms during the lockdowns too. Yes, exactly, because they they lost a lot of money. But I and I'm still trying. You know, I'm putting together Matt, the the book, uh, trying to get it together, masking the truth, and uh, I still can't find out where all the money went. But I I, I found yeah. out that uh, some of it. But it's you know my guess is because supposedly they, they said money went to some soccer teams. It's like come on, if soccer teams got money. You don't think the NFL? Tom Brady got money. Yes, Tom Brady got money, bought a new yacht. Yeah, so we, yeah. there were several celebrities like that. But uh, mm -hmm. I can't believe that the NFL teams uh, and NBA and NCAA because they canceled March Madness is very lucrative. They had they had to have got money. So it's there's no reason to trust these people. So when they present this, especially, it's what you make of it. So when if if this if this had been like nobody questioned the Chuck Hughes incident in 1971, right? Because they treated it. Like you would treat a terrible tragedy, you know. Yeah. They they talked about it, it was and they didn't show it too much because it was gruesome. And uh, I'm not really gruesome, but it was sad to see somebody die. Like yeah. nobody wants to watch that. That now they do probably, but <laughs> back then in yeah. uh, in America 1.0. But they they didn't uh, they didn't make a production out of it where they virtue signaled and and how all the shirts and all that kind of stuff because that that wasn't reality back then. Oh, hold on, this is John Barber Hosey. Sorry about the live. Here we go, folks. Mr. Barber. Don, I'm so sorry. I missed your call. I was tending to Serena. How are you? Oh, no problem. I, I called you because I'm, on, I'm I'm now doing a live interview and you're on it. My friend, Chris Graves, Chris Graves wanted to interview. You know, Chris Graves has been my main researcher. So he, 
he's been wanting to interview you and he was, he wanted me to come on too as, as a surprise. So yeah. he, he was trying to get you on, but he couldn't, I guess he couldn't um, figure out a way. Well, you know, I, I did not understand this. He's got some fucking thing called StreamYard. Yes, it is StreamYard. It's okay. <laughs> so uh, Safari is my uh, research thing or whatever it is. And StreamYard doesn't work with it. So he sends me the fucking link. At one minute to seven. And of course it doesn't work. And I have given him my phone number and right. I presume that he was gonna call about quarter to seven to see if it works as I told him I'm techie challenged and let's try type. So yeah, I don't think he realizes he's on there. Works with yeah. No, 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 it's it was no, it's 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 just one of those things. But he's a big fan of yours, so I hope if you can, if I can call you back in a little bit, because I'm I'm talking to him now, cause, cause, and maybe we can set it up, and I'll I'll be involved too. So we're because we'll have to do it by Skype, because yeah. you know Skype, and he can set well, up. The I already with... told him that, but yeah, and you do it visually, right? Yeah, we can do it that. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, so we well, we can see you. Uh, yeah. uh, no, you no, because I may have to go back and help Sarita. So are you doing the show? Visually or just audio? Yeah, visually, but but what, why don't we set it up where Chris will contact you or I'll contact you and he'll set up another time for you. You go take care of Sarita and uh, we'll, we'll set it up for another time and I'll be involved. We'll do it by Skype. Oh, thank God. Okay, because I told him, do Skype with me and please apologize, okay? Oh, no problem. He, he's, he's a big fan of yours. Thanks, John. Take oh. care of Sarita and give my best to her. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Okay, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That was John Barber live, legendary. <laughs> I was hoping he told me like a fucking idiot or something. Yeah, that would be well, great. No, he was a little, but no, he was. He was. Uh, he, he I hope he's good. not a pet. I, I no, tried. No, he no, tried. he dropped. He, he, he drops. He dropped a couple f bombs. That's what. He, well, I, oh, that's no, what we, we can on here. That's the good thing about. Well, it. but I I was worried because yeah, uh, since he's never <laughs> talked to you before, he. Yeah. He has like a that I've heard like eight million times his favorite stories, and uh, but he would probably repeat them with you. And yeah. my concern is Facebook Live, especially I, not so much I Skype. I don't know, but um, one of them involves Red Fox, and and, yeah. he, and that's why he was booted from coast to coast because he dropped the N word on coast right. to coast, and and <laughs> he wasn't he was quoting Red Fox. Right. And, it was but, a routine. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't matter anymore for this stuff. So, mm. uh, so we got to be careful about that. Cause he, I think, uh, when, when we did it with uh, Chuck, Chuck, right. uh, Chuck had to, uh, he basically said, we can't do the show because he, he, he set the record between F bombs and N words. It was, uh, it was, I don't even know. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. Anyhow, <laughs> Anyhow so that's our guy's guy. A legend. Yeah. You, guys are you can look forward to that when you meet him. He's, he, when you talk to him, he's great. So, I, <laughs> so that, but that was, that's, that's good. This is good entertainment. Hopefully this will look good. We got a, a phone call from yeah, John Barber live on here. <laughs> we had a scoop and I, I, originally I had written down a couple of things to uh, maybe see if he had, you know, some, there was a material there that maybe he hadn't talked about, you know, before, mm -hmm. like, I was going to ask him things like, uh, had he ever came, uh, met Howard Hughes? You know, yeah. uh, did he ever have a guest that was flat out rude to him or mean or uh, on his show? You know, uh, I was going to ask him if he met any of the Kennedys, you know, because I haven't heard him really talk about that. I, yeah, that's a good. Well, I know. I think he's met RFK Jr. I know he's talked to him. 
I and think I don't think it. he I, – I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I don't think he has a, a favorable view on Bobby Kennedy, right? Or was that – am I getting no, that wrong? Bobby, no, Bobby – No, Mark Lane. Lane. Okay, Mark no, Lane. No, no. No, no, Mark. They, no, they didn't have. It's it, John may not have a favorable view of RFK Jr. because he claimed oh. he signed him up to come to a conference, and I think he said that he asked for a bunch of money. Oh, which oh. really kind of really surprised me too. But um, yeah, because that's. Oh, you know, but anyhow, it is what it is. But uh, but yeah, it'll just be fun. A, yeah, yeah, it'll be good, and uh, yeah, I hope he's not. Uh, you know, not no, too he's upset. fine. He's but uh, yeah, no, just to just to wrap up this um, this this thing here, I just I don't know if it's responsible of me to, to ask you this, but I had come across the idea that it may have been possible that some the reason why we haven't really had too many football player deaths, as opposed to all the other types of sports that we've been seeing people just dropping dead on the field, was the possibility, and this is just speculation, not on my part. This is what I had heard, and it was kind of interesting. The idea that maybe the majority of the NFL, like the the power players or whatever you want to call them, like the 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 goats, the the, the right. Brady's or whatever, maybe like the actors that we had heard rumors about, maybe they had gotten like a um, a saline. Yeah, shot. yeah, yeah. That's a theory this, that's out there. Yeah, this kid maybe. Maybe he didn't. Yeah. Maybe he didn't because he's so brand new that maybe he got a, yeah. an everyday layman's shot. That was uh, right. not my theory, right. folks. Not Don's theory. No, I just yeah. no. I, I I've heard that a lot of people, and well, because there has to be some explanation for why our athletes. And, you know, I'm not saying I want them to, but I mean, and lots of people in this country have dropped dead, but the, so far they've been high school players or. Uh, yeah. You know, people uh, off-duty tennis player. You know, th- th- but no, nobody in the NFL, nobody in the NBA, nobody in Major League Baseball, um, and th- those are the big sports. NHL too, even none of those. And uh, that's odd, because when yeah. you compare compare the number that have had around the world that is happening to, so I it'd don't be like actors. It would be like actors and plays and uh, high schools dropping dead, but the regular actors, right? So small, right. like how many people actually are, are right. working actor in Hollywood? You know, right. It's so it, cool. yeah, it could be that they're, uh, you know, they're not getting that. And so, I don't know. It's very because I mean, and, and the Buffalo Bills, oddly, of all the teams, supposedly, uh, one of the players they just resigned is a guy named Cole Beasley, who has been one of the along with Aaron Rodgers, one of the most outspoken anti-vax players in the league. And that's why I think he was blackballed and he wasn't playing for all year. They just signed him. So he's on the roster. So my guess is if this thing was legitimate, he he would have been talking his mouth off to the other players. See, I told you, right. I told you about the vax. This was the vax. So, but radio silence on his part. Yeah. Yeah. But what I don't, but I don't know because of the way it turned out, this miraculous recovery, it wasn't so, and I, but I, I just, again, I just can't help being suspicious of those elements I talked about and the yeah. fact that it looks like it. I mean, of course I, you know, 24 year old guy, I, I, I don't want to see anybody die of that. That's it's wonderful if he made a miraculous recovery, but, but no interview I, though. That's no, it, yeah. No, yeah. Because this would, and I said all the time, look, this guy's a 24 year old unknown. Nobody yeah. knows who the hell he is outside his family and his teammates, but 
but you presume they'd have to be involved in this ruse if it was a psyop. So, but if they right. did, if they did trot him out, would any of us know who the real Demar Hamlin was or an actor that was hired? I wouldn't. We wouldn't know. It's not like Tom Brady or something where we would know it wasn't the real guy. He's right. not. He's no. He's. Uh, I had never heard his name before. And well, uh, even so, with Derek Chauvin, they said that the mugshot didn't match the guy in the video. You know, with right, the, right, right. Right. Well, Regardless, I don't know that there's something to it, but it reminds me of that type of situation. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you go down these, as you know, the stuff they we talk about. Him too. They covered yeah. around him. Yeah, and then so there's and this is all it comes out of that's why it's it's so distressing, like with Alex Jones and I don't know if you saw you got to see uh I was watching some, but just for the entertainment value, that he uh, he was interviewed again by Piers Morgan after ten years, which I, is interesting. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. So you saw it, but I mean, he he talked about it. again to the extent you can trust him that he he agreed to do it only after the producer said, "No, we'll we'll just talk a little bit about Sandy Hook," and then you can see when the interview began, it was nothing but that. It was yeah. an attack piece. So this is my concern: is that when we talk about these things, see, it's start you know that that it's um, you can't mention any of these kinds of elements. Because then it goes back to Sandy Hook. Because there, and uh, what are you saying? You saying so? It's it's almost become a crime to say it didn't happen. It's something, right. or and that's you know, unfortunately, you that's what, there. I wasn't there. Yeah. How exactly. are we supposed to know? Yeah. All we can do is we're not is, calling yeah. up families either. You know, right, of course they, not. That's it's that's the next step to yeah. tear down. No, but just asking questions. It's weird stuff. Right. And so, you know, this is strange stuff. Nobody's harassing anyone. We're just asking questions. It doesn't look like this stuff is happening naturally. And any, if you look, you know, that's what I said, you know, I, any of the, I purposely didn't look at a lot of these events because uh, there were so many, first of all, you couldn't keep up with them. Like, like I didn't, I didn't look at, yeah, yeah, I I didn't look at Las Vegas a whole lot. I know you did. I I looked at enough to find some things. But yeah. I know there was even a question in Las Vegas where uh, I know one of the things that, that the hoax things always get my attention, that uh, the way that they, they claimed the victim's bodies were lying on the ground or something. There, there was a whole thing about that, how something was that unnatural. Went into, that. that went into Mr. Uh, our professor, Jim Fetzer's uh, territory. That yeah, was, exactly. That yeah. Out. So you had yeah. to be kind of cautious with that. But he was yeah. he did bring up some things that, you know, could be possible where – they did some kind of sound analysis where some of the gunfire sounded like it was, you know, of course things are going to echo and everything. Right. Right. The huge building, but some people were suggesting that maybe some of the gunfire was coming out of the, the PA system on the, on the stage. Yeah. I, I personally yeah. don't really uh, know what to think of that. I can't poo poo it. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But there was a, yeah, with that, that operation, that seemed to be an actual terrorist attack because there were people on the ground. There's police reports of witnesses saying they'd be, they're being yeah. chased by guys on the ground and right. the helicopter. But anyway, that, that aside, um, just to kind of wrap things up, because uh, I don't want to keep you up all night. Um, with your new article, you reference the dancing nurses again because i went back down that rabbit hole trying to find yeah uh, yeah yes, yeah truck stuff yeah um and i get yeah there's there's still there it's still there if you you look um but i guess they were trying to claim that it was uh they put together these elaborate productions and that's yeah. what they are they really do yes. seem like they were done by film crews and yeah yeah you know, coordinators and everything they tried to claim that it was um, 
in celebration for the COVID victims that were leaving the hospital. But I'm like, <laughs> what about the one where they're holding a dead body, supposedly, with COVID yeah. written up? Yeah, yeah. You know, was that a part yeah. of it, too? You know? Yeah, I mean, and I, you know, I, I worked, uh, you know, for the for the medical industrial yes. complex my whole life. And when I was young, when I was a blue collar, I, later I went to IT for most of my career there. But I worked inside a hospital for a long time. And I, wor I worked uh, the job I had originally. I, I didn't really do anything with patients. I didn't have contact, but I was on the patient floors all the time. So I saw a lot of stuff. I knew a lot of nurses. You know, I, I dated nurses. I was engaged to one before my wife. So I, I knew that, and I didn't have a very high opinion of them, let me tell you. So I, I wouldn't put it past them, let me tell you. I wouldn't put it past them to do it, but yeah. uh, I could not conceive for other supervisors or anybody allowing something. I mean, just logistically and the number of nurses as well, because one of the things you'll find in the, uh, the there is a supposed nursing shortage they talk about all the time now. Right. And uh, they claim they can't get nurses. And that's why they have to bring, you know, third world nurses in like they do everywhere else and pay them less, right. which they're doing. But yeah. um, these productions seem to be fully staffed. Lots of nurses, yeah. lots of background players. And uh, so you're wondering if every unit and, you know, typically uh, on a unit in the big hospital I worked at, you might have had, I don't know, uh, maybe uh four or five nurses maybe on each end the unit. Right. So you might have 10 total on the floor. So some of those routines looked like maybe there were 10 nurses involved. And uh, so that would probably be the entire staff for a floor. So yeah. if anything was going on, if the nurses, if somebody's uh, patients buzzing for help, which they're always doing, uh, there's nobody there to get them. So that, that just is beyond belief that they would do that. Yeah, last yeah, well, yeah, and, and it's it's it's. I mean, believe me, it's one of the yeah. many reasons I have a low opinion of nurses. But I saw <laughs> right. it, you know, with my family. They got yelled at for being in pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. and that, that's and they that, that's. I man, I I could tell you stories, man. I could tell you stories. But one time I walked up when I was in IT, but I still had to deliver things sometimes, uh, reports to places, yeah. and uh, I, I I walked up and uh, I saw nurses berating and yelling at an old lady who was sitting in an ICU unit with her dead daughter's body there. And oh. she was, and they were yelling at her, you have to go home. You have to leave. You can't stay here. And I, to this day, I regret the fact that I didn't have the balls to, I mean, cause security had already been called. I probably would have, you know, been, well, not, then they didn't do that, but then they weren't armed, but yeah. I probably would have lost my job if I'd done it. But I, I, I feel bad that I didn't defend her. But that's a, I saw that kind of stuff all the time. I mean, like I said I have a hard, I have a very low opinion of nurses. But probably in shock too. Like, yeah, of know. course. I mean, they, they just she's lost her daughter. What kind of? I mean, it's just it's not a, a monster would be on it. Yeah. Monsters, exactly. But even I, even having seen all that stuff, yeah. I, I'm not ready to believe that they an entire nursing staff would just leave all their patients and say, "Let's, <laughs> let's," you know, because that took rehearsal and court. And there were more than one of them too. It yeah. wasn't just one oh, TikTok. There was a bunch like of them. Of yeah. Them. Yeah. So it, there's, to me, those are the kind of things I find most uh, telling about this. COVID it's almost narrative. like it's almost like a mocking thing too, and horrible yeah. taste. You know. Yes. It it will get it, it it's it goes hand in hand with the empty hospital videos, because again they're telling yeah. they're. It, the reports are that these same facilities are overflowing and, the, and there's this makeshift morgues and all this stuff, which, of course, we see none of that was true. 
and you had the citizen journalists filming empty hospitals look like ghost towns. In England, you had uh, the woman that was yeah, um, she got uh, fined, uh, yeah, fine, yeah, fine, banned from hospitals and stuff just for for showing that with empty. So Brazil, everywhere, yeah, yeah, Brazil, yeah, they were doing it all around the world. So, what is going on there? What is? I mean, that that that's really the bottom of the rabbit hole, and those are the kind it's of on par that, with the laughing parents. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's exactly that's a, or laughing monsignors or priests. Yeah, exactly, and, that, and that's what. You know, people can say, you know, whatever they want, but that is not normal behavior. And exactly. uh, in this case, you know, okay, you don't talk about the parents maybe, but because uh, I'm not going to go there. Yeah. But yeah. In, in some cases, uh, the laughing monsignor maybe, that's kind of strange. The laughing coroner. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Those kind of things were. And ironically, Pierce Morgan, of all people, yeah. he actually tweeted out about the, the coroner, D. Wayne, D. Wayne Carver, quite a name for a coroner, isn't it? Almost like Anthony Weiner. Uh, but uh, he, uh, but, uh, but. Uh, yeah, we put that together. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these names are. Uh, what yeah. was the one on 9-11 where the guys like, uh, want more war? Or oh yeah. What, yeah. What, if you looked at his name, it, want more war. And then you have, you know, uh, is it really the, the first, the first yeah. high profile, uh, uh, Gay politician married to another man. His last name starts B U T T. But Buttigieg, yeah. yeah. I mean, but is right there at the beginning of his name. I mean, right. I don't know what those things mean, but I. Well, then you got AOC's brother saying that she's out of central casting, you know, exactly. so to speak. So there's reason to doubt all these things. These things are so something like this Demar Hamlin thing. I think it's per perfectly reasonable to speculate because uh again they're lying to us about everything and now is it possible don like being um being as astute as you are with hidden history the bullshit regular history they put you know in textbooks for everybody to absorb is it possible that with the psyop in general right because we all know they exist they've happened they've been like a false flag you know some people say it's like MK Ultra, it's science fiction, weather weapons, science fiction, whatever. Right, we know right. this stuff existed, or it well, most likely does still exist. With the psyops, with the history, is it possible that some of these battles, even that we read about, like in during the Civil War and things like that? Hey, I thought about maybe that. Maybe never even happened. I, you know, I thought about that. You know, I I, I have I because I think back on uh someone who I used to love old 19th century daguerreotypes, early photography. And yeah. uh, the civil war was very well photographed. And uh, you do wonder that uh, none of these cameramen were ever shot or killed. I mean, cause they're, they're, they, they're, they're on the field. Uh, and I don't know, there's just something, something strange about that. I don't know. to be You're right. I mean, you're looking at the way the, the bodies were and everything, and it's uh, people it, of Lincoln with Dave McGowan pointing out it's almost like yes, like yes. Well, he t he pointed out the mug shots of the four main conspirators, alleged conspirators, and well, one was he, like uh, Booth's old, uh, younger brother, I think, one of the most wanted posters, right? Well, yeah, that was the it was it was uh, his older brother, yeah, it was uh, his, they brother, put out yeah. a warrant for who was also a famous actor, but yeah. um, but you know, people like. Uh, uh, Louis Payne, Louis, uh, that was a big, good-looking guy. Good, you know, he he was he had movie star looks, and he yeah. was one of the and the way they framed him, they it was like a a, a headshot. It wasn't right. like a mug shot, and uh, they they were photographed in a very strange way. And, and McGowan, you're right, Dave was the first one to. I, I 
But you personally <laughs> mentioned something. I don't know if it was uh, years ago before we met or whatever, but on one of the interviews, you had mentioned a certain um, battle, either during the Revolutionary War or the Civil War, most likely the Civil War, where there was no photographic evidence or there was something like um, nothing was photographed and it was just really odd. Did you hope I'm not putting you on the spot. Does that ring a bell? It was kind of like what you were just talking about, but like, um, no, I might've been uh, the only thing I've ever alluded to there was uh, yeah, I actually read somewhere, somebody that was questioning uh, the film from Pearl Harbor. Okay. Maybe I was talking about that. I, I don't know that I, I said thought it was a battle itself that, possibly happen because i think people questioned um how how the camera and the film crews got uh on site so quickly to capture so much of it and um well i I know with george George hw bush that's an example right there his plane uh crashing right and the miraculous rescue like there's a camera crew out in the middle of the ocean like when he's being rescued do you remember yeah 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 oh yeah and you can go back i mean i i remember even um i saw a film uh from uh i don't know if it was a silent film or but it was it was when admiral bird first went (laughs) to the when i went first went to the antarctic arctic the first time in the 20s or 30s and uh yeah uh they had a a, uh they filmed it for like a, a 90 minute feature and yeah. I remember, uh, I just thought, especially for that time, it was amazing they had in those conditions. And I remember at one point they showed them and they were filming inside the, the plane and they were talking about how they were going to have to uh, get rid of some cargo because they had too much weight on the plane. So they were throwing wow. like food and provisions and stuff out. But I'm thinking, well, they have heavy camera equipment in there. Right. right. And they're keeping that. You know, they yeah. could starve to death here. So I, I for well, some, the I, moon, I, yeah, just like the camera on the moon as they're leaving. It's like, well, yeah, of course, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you that's, know, that's so. So yeah, it's. Uh, I question all that. I, I, I have questioned a lot of the battlefield stuff, definitely. But, uh, but I don't know. You know, I've, I have no experience with that at all. So we weren't course. there. We weren't, we weren't there. there but and, possibility. Possibility, and there again, but they hijacked the whole. They it's, they say hoaxer now. That's even worse than the Holocaust denial and right, right. The third thing, which I never really got, because like, why is wanting the truth a bad thing? Yeah, like, I, I mean, I wouldn't be a, if somebody calls me a truther. Yeah, I, no, you I, damn straight. I'm for the truth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm supposed to be offended by that. <laughs> yeah, because if you're not doing that, you're a liar. Exactly. Or, or, you don't you don't want the truth, an untruther. But all right, yeah. Well, no, I, yeah, just psyops. That that that's a book. Uh, one day, I don't know if I, yeah, I don't know if we even have the resources to be able to actually get to the the real juicy stuff because that's classified information, as Joe Biden that's would say. Right. That's right. Um, but just to close out, um, what do you have uh, for your Substack coming up? Uh, some ideas for articles coming up, or is that more you of know, a, a week, it, week thing? I, you know, I, it's like my shows. I don't. I, I probably could be better planned wise but I, I i was pretty good at improv so I, I usually like to just do it off the uh, you know something hits me that day and oh this one i'm gonna a title will come to me or something but i i know that i'm going to because i'm going to get my first social security check the 18th or something so i'm sure because uh, i'm sure i'll be unpleasantly surprised with what they take <laughs> out and all that stuff so uh, i i'll i'll probably write about the social security experience and bad mouth the entire system again like i have before uh right around that time so but before then, I don't know. I'll uh, 
I kind of I don't know how many articles I could write about about uh, Demar uh, Hamlin. I guess I think I've I think milked that. that one. That one's pretty much cut. Yeah, yeah I think that, was, that was a beautiful article. Yeah, yeah, I think I've milked that for what it's worth. But uh, I don't know. You, you, know, you got blue beam coming up possibly because <laughs> now we're going back into the. There's even more uh, sightings now that they're emitting. You know. Yeah, like, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. That up. Yeah, I mean maybe they, you know they again, and that would. Just the fact we know that that's out there, and again, that's why anybody that uh, that questions anything that we're saying about Sandy Hook or anything else, remember Operation Northwoods. And the only reason you know about Operation Northwoods, it accidentally was released uh, with the ARRB JFK right. assassination stuff. It just because they're so careless and so much stuff, or maybe they wanted us to know. I don't know. That's it got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it got leaked out, but. This was a plan. That was a, that was a big part of us setting up the 9/11 Truth Movement was that and the PNAC. Yeah, yeah. and it, it you you don't know uh, from from the uh, Operation North, which, which everyone though the entire Joint Chiefs of Staffs, all the people in the top level, of the Pentagon, they approved it. The CIA they they were for this. JFK is the only one who stopped it. He stopped right. it. He was the only one that was sane, and it was a uh, you talk about Sandy Hook on steroids. This was all going to be faked. This was they were going to have fake plane crashes, fake uh, college gonna, students. Yeah, fake college. So this this is, and it's unclear if they were going to actually kill some people too. I guess they were. I don't know, but it looked like most of it was going to be part of fake. the document that that was Plan B. Yeah. Awesome. So, but so, but again, this is the top. Oh, dad. What no, no, go for it. Go for it. No, okay. No, I hit the Okay, so the top, yeah, no Northwoods, yeah, they had a lot yeah. of different. It even foreshadowed the shootings too. Yeah, top top levels of our government were talking about faking things, about hoaxing things. This was a giant hoax, and this is they wanted to do it to try to get us to go to war and blame it Robbing on Cuba. Parts, plane parts yeah. into the water. Yeah, yeah. So if that was in the minds of people at the top of the government sixty years ago, yeah. Is it you talking? And and of course, I also talk about the staged shooter, the live shooter drills that they still have at schools all across the country, where they use crisis actors. They have fake blood. They have scripts that are politically correct, where it's, it's never. There's another one like hoaxer, yeah, or PizzaGate, where it's a lightning rod. Exactly, but they, exist. they exist and they use them in the school. So again, how is it much of a leap to go from? The actual things that they're doing where they're scripting it and they don't even tell the students you talk about traumatizing kids. Yeah. Uh, this is, I mean, talk uh, again, as, uh, if that had ever happened with my kids' school, that, again, I would have been gone by that video. Yeah. yeah. And so, but they didn't, thank goodness. But uh, so, how much, why is that much of a step to go from there to say they're faking the real, the alleged real shootings are fake too, because they fake these things all the time. So, it's a culture of fakery that we have. Yeah, and it, it makes me think that maybe some of you know because I hear that uh, with some of these FEMA drills uh, back back then, uh, I was researching even back then that the media would participate as you know um, a part yes. of the drill. So who so say that all the weird stuff like the laughing people and the laughing corners, the weirdness, the well, look, look, look what we talk about. Uh, we talked about that I think uh, today or recently were. Uh, the tabletop exercises, the dark winter, and all these all these ones leading up to the pandemic, they yeah. all involved government officials uh, playing, basically being crisis actors. They were and playing fake the news and media, fake news footage using real media people. Yes. So they didn't have anything better to do than pretend yeah. they're so. So again, 
how much of it is a leap? And we know CNN going back in the day, that reporter, uh, I can't never remember his name, but it didn't oh, affect his yeah. career. He yeah, faked he a scud. He wasn't in a scud attack, but he pretended. He's in he was. their own giggling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, like, yeah they're swearing <laughs> and stuff, joking around. You know. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is part of what they do. Well, they had the psyops for the army psyops. The articles were coming out in the year two thousand, where they they it was found that in CNN they were being implanted, but they they claimed that it was a part of on the job experience or whatever, and right. they pulled them out. But did they really? That's what I like to know. Well, anyway, Don, this was great. And I, you always uh, come into the rescue if I uh, need something or someone cancels. In this case, you helped me out a lot. You get John on. Oh, no, I believe me. I, uh, I, it's a pleasure. And uh, you have a good rest of your night. And we'll talk soon. All right. You too. We'll talk to John together soon. Take care. Chris. Yeah. All right. Take care. How dare you?